time to thrive. Welcome to the Thrivology Podcast with Dr. Lee Bauckham. Join us as we explore ways that you can thrive in your life, regardless of what life throws at you. It's your life. Time to live it. Have you ever had maybe that time in your life, maybe it's an hour or maybe that day or maybe that week or that month or even that year that it just seems like the world is getting you down, that nothing's going right, that everything is upside down? Well, today we want to talk about how do you hold up when the world keeps getting you down? I spent a lot of my career as a therapist, which meant that I spent a lot of my days listening to people who felt that the world really had them down. And many times the circumstances after circumstance was hitting them and they didn't know what to do. And you you may know that feeling where you just don't know if you can keep going. You, You don't know how hard it would be to make it to the next day or the next hour. And, and so you wonder, how do you keep holding up? Well, that's what we want to talk about. Sometimes we forget one major fact about life, that the struggle is part of life, that that really is where things are. Life is not ever thought to be just an easy street. We want it to be. And we kind of live in a time when a lot of times we can fool ourselves into thinking that you know, everything should be easy, forgetting that we're not that far removed when just a sore throat could have been the end of your life or just a, a simple injury could have led to an infection that ended your life and where it really was a challenge just to find enough to eat and, and enough ways to stay warm. We live in a culture where ease seems to be the rule and so we're surprised when it's not the rule. I've noticed that there are two kind of cultures that are out there that try to tell you what's going on when life is not giving you what you want. One of them is the grind culture. You know, the grind culture where you just grind it out. If things aren't going well, just grind and grind. And and, and if you grind long enough, you'll make it through. There's some strength to that. There are some truths to that, that when we keep working hard, we often find our way through things. But what I notice about the grind culture is it never questions whether we might need to deviate from the path we're on. You just have to grind through whatever it is. Sometimes we miss the fact that we are swimming upstream rather than going with the 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 flow and finding better ways of getting there. So one end of the spectrum is the grind culture. And the other end is what I call the sign culture, you know, where if there's a struggle, it's a sign that something's wrong with you. If you remember uh, a lot of the stuff that came out after the movie, The Secret, it, it kind of was about that, that if you're struggling, something is wrong with you. If you're having a difficult time, you've brought it upon yourself. And So any struggle, any difficult time, A, is your fault, your own creation, and B, means that you're at the wrong place, that you're heading the wrong direction. I don't believe that either. What I do believe is that life has difficult times. That's just the nature of life. And that even in those difficult times, we can find a way of holding on and and waiting out for the next place where we can use what we've learned along the way. Sometimes I I think we're lost in this belief that it's one or the other rather than seeing that sometimes we do need to push through. We do need to take on those difficult times and learn our lessons from them. And sometimes 
those difficult times are telling us that we're pushing too hard against the wrong thing. Those both ends can have some truth to offer us, but we've got to have a starting point. In my book, Thrive Principles, I talk about the idea of accepting what is. I believe that one of the Thrive Principles in all of our lives is when we can do that, to accept what is. Now, I want to tell you a little bit about what that really means, though, because a lot of times when I suggest that you accept what is, people say, oh, okay, so you're saying you're defeated, that I might as well give up. Not at all. I believe that we have to first realize and recognize where we are before we can move in any direction whatsoever, that we have to actually acknowledge where we are and what's going on. That's accepting what is. Since I do orienteering and have done adventure racing in the past, well, that was a big question of where are we? I find that to be a useful analogy. So if you imagine that you're going to start a trip, you may want to know where you're trying to get to, but you have to know where you're starting from. My grandparents had a tradition when they were uh, going on vacation to take their money and divide it in half. And then they would just head off in a direction. Didn't matter really which direction. They knew that they were going to have a good time and find stuff to do in any direction. And so they would leave in some direction. And when half the money was gone, it was time to turn around and come back. So they weren't so clear about where they were going to go, but they knew where they were coming back to and they knew where they were leaving from. So sometimes it's more important to know where we are than even to know where we're trying to get to. But let's just assume that it's those old days where, you know, you have to pull out an atlas and those old days, meaning when I was a young adult, where we didn't have the GPS, we didn't have a phone that would tell us where to go. We just knew where we were going. And so we would pull out our atlas and we would look at where we were going and kind of look at where we were and figure out how to get from where we are right now to where we wanted to get to. And then we would follow that map. Sometimes, though, we, as we were following the map, we'd suddenly come on a road that was closed, construction or something else that closed the road, and we would have to make a detour. That, to me, is kind of what this is about. To accept what is is to know where you're starting from. Sometimes we spend a lot of time wishing we were somewhere else. That's the accepting what if The if is the part that we try to reformulate. Maybe we could pretend that we're from a different family or we're different in ourselves or our circumstances are different or what's going on around us right now in some way, our finances or our health or something else is something different. And so we want a what if, what if I could just start from this place rather than what is. And I think it's important to accept where we are and recognize that. I had a client years ago that had found herself in a pile of debt, so much that she was overwhelmed with it every day, so much that she was no longer even looking at it. And so I remember as we were talking about that, and she was telling me that she knew she was in debt, I said, so how how much is your debt? What what level is it? And she said, "I, I have no idea. I don't even open the statements anymore. I said, wait, you're telling me that you know you're in debt, but you have no idea how much. And she said, no. I said, so you have no way of knowing how far out of the hole you need to dig. And she said, no. And I said, well, let's start with that. And she said, oh, I'd rather not know. And my response was, you've got to know where you are in order to figure out how you're going to get from there. 
So part of the task is to figure out where we are, to know that, to understand it and move forward. Had a friend who had a, a growth on, on her back and I looked at it one day. I said, you know, you really need to see a doctor about that. And, and she said, well, I don't, I don't want to know what it is. And I reminded her that no matter what the doctor said, it already was that, that nothing happens because a doctor says it's something any different than what's already there. The question is whether you know what needs to happen from here. We have to accept what is and figure out where that place is before we can move to something new, something that we would prefer to have. So the first thing we do is we have to accept what is. If you're having a hard time, if you feel like the world is pushing you down and holding you down, let's figure out what that looks like. What is this place? It doesn't help if we pretend that it's not happening. It doesn't help if we pretend that it should be easier. It's just a matter of realizing that that's where we are. And to recognize that the struggle that's going on really is built into life. It's a part of life. It's where we find some ways of moving forward in better ways sometimes. If you think about it, our body is built for the challenge. In fact, our whole structure is that way. We build up our skeleton by the forces put upon our skeleton that have to hold us up. So people who run or jump rope or call some impact on their body have stronger muscles and stronger um, uh, bones because the bones have to harden in order to support the effort that's going against them. In other words, our bones compensate for the challenge that's there. In fact, if you send somebody into space, as we often do with astronauts to uh, different uh, missions, when they come back, their bone density has actually gone down because there's nothing challenging them. There's nothing causing those bones to have to work. The same thing is true. If you wanted to build stronger muscles, you would challenge those muscles. So in some ways, we need to understand that the challenge is built into life. It's part of what gets us strong. It's part of what gives us our capacity of taking on challenges. That doesn't mean you have to go looking for the challenges. It doesn't mean you have to try to make life give you a bigger crisis. It just means that the crisis that is at hand can be a part of what gives you the strength to take on the next challenge that comes your way. So we accept that struggle as a part of life, an unavoidable part of life. I've had a few people who really were on that sign side of the culture, the signs culture, where they believe that anytime they hit a hardship or a difficult time, they needed to find another path. And what I notice is as much as they try to avoid the challenges of life, to avoid difficulties, the difficulties came anyway. No matter what we do, there are going to be losses in our life. There are going to be changes in our life that we have to figure out how to cope with. Sometimes those losses and changes feel like the whole world is against us, but the reality is that all the world is faced with those challenges. So let me suggest that there are really five places that we can shift to in order to hold up when the world gets you down. And the first one is to remind. Remind yourself that you are okay, you will be okay, no matter what's going on. It's just a reminder that innately we are okay, that innately 
we're going to be okay. We're going to be able to move through things. We're going to find our way forward because that's how we're built as humans to take on the challenges and move forward. But specifically that you yourself are okay. I spend a lot of my time working with people who are in the midst of a marriage crisis. Some of them are pretty sure that they're not going to be able to stop it. They're going to end up in a divorce. And the panic of that leads them to make some not so good choices, some not so helpful actions. And one of the things I suggest they do is a step back and remind themselves that no matter what happens with that relationship, they will be okay. How do I know that? Because over my career, I've seen lots and lots of people go through divorces and they're okay. That doesn't mean it didn't hurt. That doesn't mean there aren't some ramifications and and maybe even some hurts and, and emotional scars from it, but they'll be okay. The same with people who lose their jobs and feel like they've lost everything. They're going to be okay. Sometimes we get so focused on what is being lost, what's being taken from us, that we forget to remind ourselves that at our core, we'll be okay, that we'll move through this and find better ways through because that's what we do. So to remind yourself that you are okay and that things turn out all right in the end, one way or the other, things do turn out all right in the end. So step one is to remind yourself of being okay and things will be all right. And sometimes that is the mantra that has to keep happening day after day, even week after week, even month after month, and sometimes, unfortunately, even year after year until it begins to awaken us to something new or widen us to a new possibility and a new horizon. The second thing to do is to refresh. Refresh yourself on what your purpose is. I truly believe that we all have a purpose in our lives, a reason to be here, something that we're here to contribute and make a difference in the world. We as humans are impactful creatures. I mean, we can look at the world and see that we are constantly impacting the environment and people around us. We're impacting the world around us. And the question is whether we're going to make a positive impact or a negative impact, not whether we're going to have an impact, but what type of impact we're going to have. And when we're making a positive impact, it's because we have found our true purpose. So refresh yourself on what your purpose is even if it's what it is right now. Sometimes our purpose changes through life. Sometimes we find that as we move through life, the stages of life give us a different purpose to live into. So what's your purpose right now? Refresh that. Refresh that in your your essence, in your soul, to recognize that that is the case. The third piece is to refocus. Change perspectives a little bit. Refocus what's going on. Sometimes I talk with people and they tell me how horrible their day has been. And I realize that their horrible day is, as a quote says, a horrible 15 minutes or horrible even five minutes that we allow to continue to capture us and hold us. And so part of refocus is a shift in in perspective. To ask, you know, how deep is this? How long is this going I had a conversation with someone just a couple of days ago that was having a marriage crisis and they were telling me that their world is upside down and they just don't know if they can keep going forward and they don't even know if they can keep trying to work on the marriage. And in their conversation with me, I began to wonder how many years this has been in crisis. And so I said, so how long has this been going on? And it had been going on for 10 days. 
And so part of what that person needed to do was to refocus the perspective of time. This is not years and years and years, but it's a 10-day period. And yes, bad in those 10 days, but let's put it in perspective. Sometimes we do that when we're, when we're sick, when we're feeling bad, when we have an injury. It becomes so focused on that illness, that injury, that we can't see the short amount of time that that is the case. My wife will tell you, I don't handle being sick very well. I get very frustrated with myself when I'm not feeling well. And uh, so at one point I was feeling sick and I told her I will never eat again. The honest truth was two days later we were at a Chinese buffet and I was eating all I could. But sometimes we can get focused on the pain and, and allow that focus to feel like it's going to last forever and feel like it's lasted forever And so part of the refocusing is to make sure we remind ourselves of how long it really has been and how long it really is going to be before we're feeling better. It's just a time frame shift to refocus that and put it in perspective. Then the next thing is to reconsider. The reconsider part is to ask that simple question, is this telling me something? Maybe I'm going after the wrong thing. Maybe I am headed down the wrong road and the difficulties I'm having are because I'm not going on the right path. So sometimes we do need to reconsider and see if we're on the right path. The sign people are sometimes right that when it's really, really tough, sometimes we're not doing the right thing. Sometimes we're making it harder than it needs to be. And so part of the question is, is part of the struggle that I need to reconsider the way I'm going about this? If you've reconsidered it, I want to remind you of that word, reconsider. Usually when someone says, well, I'm reconsidering my decision, what they really mean is I'm changing my decision. I'm going in the opposite direction. I'm suggesting that we actually think about that, to reconsider, to consider it again, to think about it again. And if you answer that you are indeed going in the right direction, that you then join the grind crowd And keep moving forward. But if you realize that what's really going on is a reminder that you're not on the right path, that you follow the sign crowd and decide that you need to use it as a sign that you need to change your path. Which leads us to the final piece. And you can guess it starts with R-E. But this one is one word, rest. Sometimes what we most need to do is to take a break to get away, to have some fun, to enjoy company, to actually get some sleep, to take a vacation, to even treat some period of time as a mini vacation. Had a close friend who lost a job that, that he really loved. And when he finally found another job, it was going to be a while down the line. And I said, have you thought about just using that as a sabbatical in life to you know, catch up and, and learn about some things and grow? Instead of being upset about how long it was going to be between jobs, to think about it as the self-imposed sabbatical that is an opportunity for resting and getting ready again. We all need a break at times. We all need to allow our body to get back to where it ought to be so that we can keep moving forward. If we use the analogy that one way we grow those muscles is by putting a lot of force against them and and giving them a challenge. The other part of that is the way muscles grow is also to get some rest after there's been a challenge to allow them to rest and rebuild. And the same is true for us. If we're constantly in grind mode, we don't get the rest we need to rejuvenate us and keep us in the game. 
So remember to remind yourself that you're okay, to refresh your own sense of purpose, to refocus your perspective of time and how long this crisis has been going on, and then sometimes to reconsider, are you on the right path? And then finally, to get some rest. If this has been helpful for you, I would love it if you would share it. An easy way of doing that is by simply going to your browser, if you're on Twitter, and just write in thrivology.com slash love, L-O-V-E, thrivology.com slash love. Just show us some love. It'll create a tweet for you to send out. Or if you listen to this on iTunes, please leave a review. All you have to do is go to your podcast app, go to my podcast, and go down to the bottom where there are reviews and just leave a review. Same thing if you're listening on some other uh, type of podcast app, it'll let you leave a review, and that's helpful for people to find us. This is Lee Balkum wishing you the best as you work to build your thriving life. listening to the Thrivology podcast. Thank you for listening. If you want more information, visit us at thrivology.com or at thrivologymagazine.com. Remember that Thrivology is spelled T H R I V E O L O G Y. It's your life. Time to live it. Uh-huh.